welcome back to the Dad and Rock Podcast. This is Sean. This is Chris. And this is John. What? Hold on, John. hold on, hold on, John. Who the heck's John? John, who are you? Hey guys, how's it going? How you doing? <laughs> well, if no one was playing along here, it's, uh, we got John with us here from the uh, the Basement Surge podcast. Man, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. This is great. This is our uh, first collaboration. Awesome! I'm so happy to be the first. <laughs> a brand new venture for us. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, uh, anything new? What's going on, John? You do anything fancy this week? Uh, well, the only news that I had is that I actually got a closing date on my house. Been waiting for that forever. We were doing the uh, the final steps here to actually, you know, move. But you need a moving date, a close date before you can do that. So, you know, we've been like hurry up and wait mode here recently um, where you can't really schedule around it. I can't put in for days off. I can't schedule a, to rent a truck or anything until I know when the heck it's happening. Yo, you know, I'm busy that weekend. I, I can't help you. <laughs> well, congratulations. So, yeah, I finally got it. So uh, August the 27th, that's a Thursday. So less than two weeks away. And I'll be moving finally. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Move now your shoebox into a big boy house. Yeah, I, I've been living in a uh, small two-bedroom house, John, for the last, uh, I don't know, 14 years. Yeah. Chris and I used to have parties in our 20s <laughs> when we were here, and it's just, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, I, I know how that feels. I mean, I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment with my wife and four kids. Yeah. So it's hard. Well, you're in, uh, <laughs> where are you based at? Are you in Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, so I'm sure the price of living in Brooklyn is a lot higher than uh, Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> it's horrible. It's yeah. very horrible. <laughs> a little background on us. We're actually from South Jersey. Oh, okay. So we grew up about, roughly about an hour from uh, from Philly, so kind of right in between Atlantic City and Philly. Okay. We tried to do the uh, the young guys apartment deal and everything back, what, early 2000s? Yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah, we were like, man, we this is this is much. We were jobless. Yeah, it was tough. But yeah, we were from the part of Jersey that the Garden State is named after, basically, because it's all like farmland where we are. Yeah, that's got to be nice. It's not like when you go right over the Gothos Bridge into all the uh, you know factories and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're from the part that Jersey's not really known for. It's more kind of like suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's got to be great. Do you guys go back at all? Uh, I try to get back at least every other year. We kind of get a condo down on, uh, you know, down towards Cape May okay. on the beach so my kids can kind of enjoy the ocean, which I hate not being around the ocean. Being landlocked sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before my daughter was born, I came to the, like, the harsh realization that she was going to be born and raised in Kentucky. Like, she's going to be thoroughly Kentuckian, and it kind of, like, made me sad. <laughs> Kind of made you a little nauseous, right? Yeah, I try to take her to the ocean as much as possible so we can go to the boardwalk and, you know, she can have that yeah. experience. But, man, a 10-hour drive with kids, that's, uh, that'll hurt your soul, too. Yeah, it no, that, that's rough. Or overpriced um, airline tickets, too. It just it all adds up real quick. What about you, Chris? What have you been up to this week? I got back into theater for the first time. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it originally because you know, right now we talked about in the past show that I've, I've been running DoorDash since uh, I kind of technically unemployed, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say so. Uh, you know, if you're working, you're employed. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm a... Uh, kind of, sort of, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, subcontractor, contractor. I work for myself. I'd go when I want to go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but even going into like restaurants to pick up food, there's been times where I've been like, yeah, I just didn't feel comfortable in them. Like, it was a Cracker Barrel I went to in my area that was packed to the gills. Wow. In the restaurant, in the in the actual shop, outside, and I'm waiting for the food. I'm like, it was the first time I felt uncomfortable. Mm. I'm like, how am I going to feel going into the movie theater and seeing a movie? And much to my surprise, it didn't bother me. Now, I was very privileged that my in-laws actually did a private party. 
So they basically rented out the theater, picked the movie, and then we could have up to 20 people in there of our choosing. And it was only actually like seven of us. Oh, that's great. So we had this whole theater to ourselves. Oh, wow. That's great. You didn't have to worry about anybody else? No one else. I mean, even it was, I think it was the first weekend they were reopened. Mm-hmm. So there was very few people in the theater at all. Mm-hmm. But even like the concessions and everything were discounted. We paid like 20 bucks and what would usually cost is, you know, 50 to 60 bucks. Yeah. Did you leave the required buffer seats in between you and your in-laws? <laughs> they sat in front of us. So they went oh. down like, I don't, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they went down that, you know, the handicap aisle yeah. where there's like two seats in the middle. Then there's a gap, I guess, for like a uh, wheelchair or something. Right. They sat there and we just sat above them. That's nice. I've never, well, I, you know what? I take that back. I, I probably have seen a movie because you know me, I, I used to go see movies at like 11 a.m. On a, on a Tuesday. I didn't care. So did I. It's the cheapest. Yeah, exactly. And I don't care to see them alone even. So I, I've been in some empty theaters before. Yeah. Not by choice, but... <laughs> no, definitely by choice. <laughs> you went by yourself. <laughs> well, I guess so. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a theater. I've never gone to a theater by myself, you know, to see a movie. It's a different experience. I was always against it, and my wife doesn't like half the movies I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. either I'm just not going to see it, I'm going to see it on HBO, or I got to go see it by yeah. myself. And I sucked it up, and I was like, you know, this isn't too bad. So after I thought about it, I was like, I'm not talking to her during the movie. Right. We'll maybe talk after the movie, which that was that little bit you missed. Yeah, go get something to eat. Right. It's like, okay, just kind of bouncing movie you off each other but she didn't enjoy it. i mean there's no real bouncing at all for her <laughs> it's the same way with me i mean i've got a couple guys here that i would if they weren't working or something but it's just easier for me to like especially if it's something i've, I've been waiting for just to go go in go out opening day i've seen it i loved it but it might be different for you because you got uh, john don't frank's pretty close to you isn't he yeah yeah Fr- frank uh he lives maybe 10 minute walk away from me oh wow yeah <laughs> Chris, if only we lived a 10-minute walk from each other. (laughs) (laughs) We used to live in the same house at one point, but, uh, well, Ohio's on top of Kentucky, so we're not the farthest, but it's still a good three-hour drive. Yeah, we're Kentucky's hat. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, I mean, our theaters are opening up here. I mean, we have Cinemark. John, are your theaters opening anytime soon up your way, AMC or anything? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't seen anything or really uh, heard any news about anything opening up. But I I, I think even if they were, I don't think people would go. Yeah. (laughs) You know, only because they're still afraid. Yeah. You know? I mean, New York got hit the hardest. We got hit first, you know, so it's kind of, it's, it's a little scary. Well, it's nice to see that area respects what's going on. I think some areas are just like, meh, we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's nice because a lot of people over here, they wear the masks, you know, they stay six feet away and all that stuff. But then you have those people who refuse to wear the masks because of some kind of right they think they have. The right to know? not wear a mask, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of respectable people going around here, you know, and it's nice. I think a lot of the time, unfortunately, you have to be affected by something for you to take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I think in in that area, it's hard not to be affected by it. It's a lot harder to call something a hoax if your grandfather gets hit with it real hard, you know? Right. I mean, well, see, the thing is, is that, like, I didn't get affected by it. Nobody I knew got it. Yeah. You know, none of my immediate family got it. But I did wind up leaving my job uh, because of it, because people were literally dropping around me. Oh, wow. wow. And, um, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm out. You know, I'll just go on unemployment for a little while, you know, just stay home, collect and yeah. uh, work on my show. But at the same time, when I do go out, I still wear mm-hmm. a mask because even though it hasn't affected me, you know, it's affected other people and right. respect for them, you know. Yeah, I'm that way too. It's gotten, I've gotten used to it. Like, you know, you just yeah. drive around without it and you just slap oh, it on before you head into the store or whatever. It's not really that big a deal. Exactly. Oh, I had an interaction, you know, talking, talking about DoorDash a little bit. You never know who you're going to run into. You never know. I, I talked 
to Sean about this a little bit. I freaked out this little girl once, just riding her bike. Had to have been maybe about 12. And I'm slowly creeping up the street in my car looking for addresses. And she passes me. Then I get by her. Then I stop. And then I open the door. And it's like, I, I see it in her eyes. Oh, my like, Lord. I see it in her eyes. Did she think stranger danger or what? Yeah. Oh, she's no. immediately freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> then I step out in the other car with my bag. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, my He's God. Like, that poor thing. With your gigantic head. He, he doesn't have any candy. <laughs> I want my bag. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I dropped off food yesterday and the dude was like, just put it on the back of the car. He was outside. And once I got back to my car, he started talking to me a little bit. He's like, yeah, my wife is locked up in her room right now because she's positive. Oh, wow. During, during through her quarantine. And he said he was tested positive also. Yeah. No kidding. My first thought was like, dude, why are you outside? Yeah. Right. You're counting the feet between you and him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was, I mean, there was a good, if there was anything he did respectfully is he, there was a large distance between the two of us before there was any interaction. Oh, good. But uh, I was like, man, that was the first time I've come across someone that was positive in you know, what I'm doing right now, which I'm not overly surprised about, but it's just, just crazy. There are a couple things I do like since we've been quarantined and this whole thing in 2020, and if I can keep the option for uh, pizza delivery guys to just leave it on the porch and leave me the heck alone <laughs> going forward, I'm fine with that. Let me just open the door, grab my pizza, and yeah. I'm good. Does that mean you don't have to tip him? Like, how does that work? <laughs> No, I usually I've been pretty good about that. I've been I usually now you can like tip in the app and you don't even have to worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you said you said that you went to the movie theater with your family. Uh, what did you see? We went and seen uh, Hugh Jackman's The Greatest Showman. Uh, me and my wife went and seen that when it was originally in the theater. We really enjoyed it. And then we got it on uh, digital through Apple. Mm. And my kids loved it. And the, the songs were catchy. Uh, I think there's a, there's a really good message in a lot of the songs. And I kind of enjoyed the kids you know, singing along with them. Yeah. Even if they had no idea what the message was in the song, I'm like, you know, the more they sing it, the more it may sink in. Right. And so we were like, you know what? Of all the, there was a ton of movies out there. We were saying there was Ghostbusters, Goonies, Raiders, Empire, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Jurassic Park. I mean, it, this, this kind of goes on, mm-hmm. but there was very few like family-friendly movies for younger kids. Like, I think I'm taking my son Zach back next weekend, and we're gonna go see Jurassic Park. I, I would, I want to see that on the big screen again. And then there's Empire. I, I may actually make two <laughs> movies out of next weekend because it's it's gonna cost us eight bucks. For the two of us, five dollars for me, three bucks for him. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I mean, we enjoyed it. Is that is? Have you seen that one? Have you seen the greatest showman by any chance? No, no, I haven't. either of you. No, I've not. I've never seen that one either. I'm not a big musical guy, though. But uh, yeah, I don't do music. I mean, everyone. <laughs> I have heard though that a lot of people that don't even like musicals per se, they have enjoyed that one. So it's just like on the list of movies that I may catch eventually. That list is just ever growing, and I'll never get to it. <laughs> yeah. What about? Um, I see on the list here Goonies. Though, do you think? Do you think Zach would enjoy Goonies? I think he would enjoy seeing like. Like younger boys, uh, you know, had going on a pirate adventure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's very 80s, so I don't know. Do you think there'd be a disconnect there? Uh, honestly, I've got no idea. I mean, he shocks me. Like, he'll go back and watch, like, the early Power Rangers on uh, on YouTube or, you know, yeah. Sonic or any of those. So he looks up all these old school cartoons that we loved. So it, it would not shock me if he loved it, and it would not shock me if he was like, I just don't care about this. I got to be honest with you guys. i never seen The Goonies. Really? Yeah. That's okay. That's not. That's not too shocking. <laughs> you're, you're like an what an '80s '90s kid. Where, where do your uh, my my sweet spots like late '80s, early '90s? Where do you fit in? I was born in '83. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're we're just a year older than you are. We were '82. So I, I don't know. Like it was surprising because like you guys are huge Star Wars fans. I listened to your uh, Comic Con 2020 episode, and you guys went on and on about the novels and the video <laughs> games and all that. 
you know and like i i just seen star wars maybe five years ago oh wow for the first time oh wow yeah <laughs> so. now see the funny thing with behind the star wars thing is our roles have completely flipped yeah like when we were younger and we were in school sean was hardcore star wars oh, yeah he got me into it and it's kind of like i he loves star wars so i liked it i love sports so he kind of liked them. Yeah, John, I was I had the the basement bedroom with the mini fridge with the action figures. I had the uh, the paperback novels all lined up. I call that that time between um, you know 1983 when Jedi came out and 99 when Phantom Menace came out. The, the dark times, you know. There's a long span where books were the only things you could get, and uh, so I was way into it. And then now you know you fast forward to us and Chris and I are you know crashing soon into our 40s god, god help <laughs> us but but here you're he's like building uh you know lego star wars lego sets and he's just like way into it but that's cool you know i mean frank and i had just done an episode literally this past monday about uh <laughs> collectibles you know and all the toys we yeah. used to play with as kids and it, it, it's just they're not dolls right you know they're not dolls <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was taking a look here. I don't know, you know, nobody's gonna get this the audio version, but I picked this up recently, the Walmart exclusive. Oh man! Yeah, the uh, that's awesome. The re-release of the real Ghostbusters. That was my thing as a kid. It was first it was He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Then yep. I moved on to real Ghostbusters, and after that it was Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of tapered off after that, I think. See, for me, when I, when I was younger, it was He-Man, it was Voltron. I wasn't really too much into G.I. Joe. Now, see, I was a G.I. Joe kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it's funny because uh, Sean saved me, uh, I was at last year at, was it Mushroom for Cincinnati or Louisville? Because I was I knew I was getting my own space in my house. Finally, I, I fought tooth and nail. I'm going to get a room. <laughs> I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to hang up stuff. I'm going to put some collectibles up. And I was looking for like a centerpiece type like uh, collectible I can get. Yeah, and I found this. What was it? About two foot tall Michelangelo, one of them, the the Mecca ones or oh, Neca, yeah, Neca ones. That's awesome. And Sean's like, I'm, I'm dead set. I had the money ready, and he's like, Think about it, dude. Then he told me he, he let me in a little bit of knowledge that they were letting out all four of them in a set in a, a GameStop. set at GameStop, and they're a lot smaller. But rather spending two hundred dollars per, I spend a hundred bucks and get the set of them. Yeah, little seven, seven inch guys, but they still look good. I mean, they're still NECA. So. Oh yeah, they're posable and the whole deal. So I went ahead and got them, got them on the wall, and I actually went as far as getting like custom artwork of all four turtles from some uh, some vendor there. So yeah, a lot of the things I put on my wall are 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 custom. That's very cool. I don't know why it's, it's set in my head, but I want something that is unique made by somebody rather than something mass produced. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, I used to do a lot of comic book art. You know, I'm an artist. And, uh, you know, so I know the value of looking for something unique as far as art, you know, and cartoons and everything. So that's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Do you do, uh, do you do like graphic design work and stuff too? Or? Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. I figured when I took a look at your guy's website. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Well, why, why don't we just plug it while we're talking about it? Uh, our website's uh, thebasementsurge.com. Uh, basically, on the website, uh, it's very easy, simple, because you go there, you can listen to our show. Yeah. You can watch our live shows. You can watch all our videos. Everything that's available on YouTube is also available on our official website. Yeah, and we have some merch. It's... It's really simple only because, you know, it's just what we needed for, you know, for people to listen to our show. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, uh, good landing page. It's got everything that all about the podcast is everything's right there. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, we've been going through a lot of growing ourselves. Like we just hit our year. Awesome. And it's funny how like once that year hit, things started rolling forward. It's like, okay. I mean, we got you on today. And then we've had, uh, we actually went through like one of those, uh, was it T Public? I think it was. And T Public. Okay. Yeah. We've got a shop going. You got, you know, our shop going. Now we, so we have like shirts and things. So it's, it's, it's kind of funny on how like things start rolling. It's like okay, it's a big week for Dagnarok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I started the show, it was kind of like I was like, all right, let's do this, 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 then this and that. You know, like right off the bat. You know, right. <laughs> like, yeah. We we yeah. were a slow roll, slow burns. Like you know, yeah. we first we first set up was like okay, let's get yeah. the you know mics. Yeah. And we were like setting like artificial deadlines for ourselves. And eventually we we're like, okay, now we got this. Okay, now what's the show going to be on? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, it's funny because I look at like our, our stats and everything. We go through Podbeam and people download our first show a lot. I'm like, no, stay away from that one. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst one you could download. It's the least polished. I get that it's too. terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's a huge difference, I think, in any show, you know, just not just ours, you know, but yeah. from the first show to what you currently doing there's a huge difference yeah we've just kind of been learning by doing too i know i saw that you guys are starting to do some like uh youtube videos too like gaming and stuff yes how's that been going for you <laughs> uh actually it's going pretty awesome yeah you know uh frank and i have been doing a couple different series of uh seven days to die and um call of duty uh i play call of duty myself frank doesn't like first person yeah. shooters i fall in that category i'm right there with but um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well yeah. mainly because i just suck at them that's probably why <laughs> yeah so does he too he does too he's more of a world of warcraft kind of guy you know he plays a lot of wow chris have you ever heard of uh seven days to die i have not no, see i have no idea what you were talking about when he mentioned the game I was like, i'm just gonna roll with it but i've got no clue what you're talking about i've well i've never played it but i've watched you know i go on youtube and watch other people play yeah. it and i'll probably i'm gonna check out that video <laughs> <laughs> and maybe john could talk about it but it basically it's um it almost reminded me like a Minecraft where you've got a certain amount of time to like, you've got a character and he's just dropped in the middle of nowhere. You got a certain amount of time to like build up a, a dwelling, like a fort or a house and kind of fortify it because each night as the sun goes down, I think, well, it's like once a week, I guess, seven days to die. So that on that seventh night, you, you have a zombie horde that just attacks you. Like <laughs> That's exactly what it is. On the seventh night, uh, you have to yeah. fortify your base throughout the week. And on the seventh night, you get bombarded by zombies who are trying to break your house down and kill you. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds like a ton of fun. Like that sounds like something I'll be up for because I used to be I used to be big into like the roller coaster tycoons and the, yeah. the Sim yeah. Cities and things like that. So it sounds similar. I mean, you're just kind of protecting yourself here. It's like yeah. that with a zombie element. And I think every week or every time that the zombies come, it gets a little bit more difficult. Like they start yes. throwing in different kinds of zombies that get a little harder, and they throw more at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every seven days, every seven, fourteen, twenty-one. You know, so it, yeah. it just gets harder and harder. And a lot of fun to watch though. Is that for like a uh, like a PlayStation or Xbox or the more of a PC or? Oh, I play on PC. I don't know if it's for console. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, it's on, it's available on Steam. Oh, got okay. That, that's where most things you can find anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we're trying to move into the YouTube space, trying to give people a little bit more content as far as variety uh, aside from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we started talking about doing uh because we did it with the Mandalorian, the just like special episodes, like breakdowns of like the show. Because we really don't do like so much more like a deep dives into things very often that's just a special thing they were really big into but we did one for the Mandal- mandalorian we're thinking about you know what the boys is coming up and we're you know huge into that yeah. last series worked out pretty well for us so i think that's something we're kicking around i think seriously kicking around 
Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, even with podcasting, you know, you got to talk about things that like and show people things that aren't really in your wheelhouse. For me, with podcasting, when we started, it wasn't natural or I wasn't comfortable sitting in front of the microphone and talking. Right. You know, like it's something you grew yeah. into knowing how to do, you know, and yeah. it's, it's just it's the same thing with video, you know, like going live. You had to take that leap and go live on Facebook. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, like <laughs> 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 they can see me now, you know, and it was just, and I think with YouTube, it's like, all right, well, I like gaming on my PC, so I might as well record it with Frank and then just put, throw it up on YouTube and what the hell, yeah. you know, there's a lot of gamers out there and, you know, they'll watch it. Somebody's bound to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> people are going to watch it. And there's the people that already listen to the podcast. They're definitely going to watch it. And then there are the people right. that stumble across it on YouTube. And maybe they'll, you know, they'll check out the podcast afterwards. Yeah, you got to diversify. There we That's go. right. Yeah, because we just did our first, like, recording at the, uh, the campgrounds we did uh, was almost two weeks ago now. Wow. Yeah. And we, I, <laughs> I survived purchasing a GoPro. My wife didn't kill me for buying it. I was very <laughs> shocked at that. <laughs> did I hear right that uh, you guys got a GoPro also recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Frank... Uh, about two days ago or three days ago, something like that, uh, Frank just bought a GoPro for the studio. Update it. So it, um, it, I found yeah. out the hard way it does not come updated. Yeah. So you got to go on there and do the update and everything and the firmware to make sure you're getting the best quality from it. Yep. Yep. It's uh, I got we got the GoPro Seven Silver, I think it is. It shoots in 4K and all that. Okay. You know, I just yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to connect it to my computer so I could use it as a webcam. Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something I was just kind of just thinking about figuring out how to do. I got the the Hero Eight. Okay. I got the one just you know I had the money yeah, and I was yeah. like you know I'm just gonna buy it just for buying it. Yeah. So 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 the Hero Eight has the built-in uh, live streaming for the webcam, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. The, yeah. So I I can go live like on uh on things on Facebook and anything goes to the, like 1080. Yeah. So it doesn't give me the 4K streaming, but a lot of times I mean when you're streaming. People can't tell. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, it only goes to the 1080 because most uh, web platforms like Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter only support 1080. They don't support 4K right now. Uh, gotcha. Oh, so, that makes perfect sense. So you can record in 4K and, and keep it locally on your computer or something and then upload it to YouTube, but it, you can't stream in it. Okay, well, that yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Chris, I've seen a lot of your 4K uh, videos in the pool. I know you've been getting some use out of it last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll take it in there. It's like, it's, it's waterproof. The kids love swimming underwater and you know, <laughs> taking the videos underwater and so, you know, if I purchased it, I better use this in some way. Yeah, you got to use it. Can't just let it collect dust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think I'm going to do the whole, like, I've always watched people put watermel uh, rubber bands around watermelons. So I figured I'm going to set up the camera and <laughs> blow up a watermelon. <laughs> that better be a time lapse or you're going to be, uh, that's going to be a long video. Yeah, it's going to be something done. Or I may just, like, do, like, record rubber band one and then stop it and turn around rubber band ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, you, actually, you guys have uh, rekindled a, I'll say, a fire in me that I haven't had for a long time. Oh, yeah? You guys started talking about the Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've, I have purchased a deck a few years ago because my younger brother is hardcore into it. And he, he actually looked at me and said, dude, I wish you had your cards when you were back, you know, back in the 90s. Because he's one of those ones that will buy them when they're low and then sell them. Yeah. When they when they go up, so he he just you know continuously goes along and has his own decks and plays. But uh, I've got one of these commander decks. Okay, that has just been sitting in my you know bedroom. So I pulled it out, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I remember you guys talking about you know the Wrath of God card. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. 
and I've got a card that's very similar to that. Now it doesn't it doesn't wipe out the whole board, mm. but it kills like all creatures and enchantments and everything. I'm like, oh, I can see me hold on to that until someone gets me angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the thing with Wrath of God is that it destroys literally everything you put right. on the board. You know, it destroys creatures, <laughs> artifacts, enchantments. It even destroys land. Oh. So okay. are you, does that mean you're the winner or does it just reset the game? No, it basically puts everybody new, fresh. Yeah, you know, like restart. a reset button. You better just hope you've got more stuff in your hand or your deck that you can start over. Well, that's the thing, you know, because if you have a slow moving deck and you don't have many creatures in your deck, but a lot of counters, you know, it's like you can't really do anything. You're not going to have time to build up another army of creatures, you know, before your opponent. Yeah, you guys talking about magic, it brought back all kinds of memories because... Chris got me into it because, you know, Chris got into it first. I don't know. There was some mutual kid that we knew in high school, right? Some goth kid with the trench coat. I figured his name. It's always the kid in high school. He had the black yeah. fingernails. And- <laughs> yeah, <it's> always- <laughs> yeah. The goth kid. Yeah. yeah. He was <laughs> yeah, into yep, Magic yep. the Gathering. And somehow he pulled me and Chris into it. And then we were collecting decks there. But I seriously, I think the last time that I actually played with cards was probably the 90s. Like, it's been a long time. Yeah, a lot of things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm finding out. A lot of rules, a lot of new features. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because uh, I took my son to one of our uh, comic book stores here recently because he said he wanted to play. So we went and purchased his first deck today and we got him a blue uh, like a Planeswalker deck. And I'm looking at him like, I need to modify this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta change this around. I got to make it move a little faster. Yeah. If you're waiting on you know, all this mana to be dropped before you can do anything, if I'm using my commander deck, you're not going to stand a chance, which right. I'm going to have fun beating him down. You know, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no mercy. Oh no, mercy I, for your own boy. Oh no, I didn't show you any mercy. <laughs> That's true. We had a, I had a deck when we used to play. Which uh, when you were talking about the one, the you know, green deck, mm, the elf deck that he hated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a skeleton deck that was full of, you know, regenerating skeletons and catapult artifacts. Oh, uh, so you're another one. So I'm just <laughs> I'm just shooting things over at him. And he's getting so mad at me because he's done before he has a chance to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. I do remember I don't I can't tell you any names of the cards. I remember my I had two favorites though. I had one that was a red and green combo. Had a lot of big creatures and a lot of different kind of red spells. And then uh, one that was mostly white. Do you remember my white deck? There was a lot of life gaining abilities from the white deck where you would keep knocking down points but i just kept bringing them back up and all of a sudden i've got 40 hidden points <laughs> <Forget that. laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing more aggravating than that either you know beating them down pretty heavy and then yeah. gaining it all back but yeah frank's his green elf deck was just ridiculously overpowered you know <laughs> by turn four by turn four or five i was dead you know every time like i banned it from the house what the hell with that you know, I was like, no, no more Make another deck, I said. <laughs> yeah. That deck is banished. I'm trying to think with all, uh, you know, all the recent technology with, uh, you know, tablets and apps and stuff. I think there was a magic app that came out for maybe the Kindle Fire a few years ago. I tried it, but it just, it wasn't the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a bunch of games out for, uh, there's one for Steam, the Kindle app, PC. There's a bunch of mm-hmm. them. But, um, yeah, you just got to go out and get a starter deck and uh, go play it like one Friday Night Magic at a comic book store. Yeah, if, we, if they ever open up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. True. Very true. I know that's the caveat. Yeah. That's the caveat with everything anymore. One day we'll go back to a convention. Yeah. One day. Are you kidding? I remember, was it last year, my wife, I got my wife into playing Magic. And, um, you know, last year we went down to the local comic book store for Friday Night Magic and we played in like this little tournament. And 
and we got our asses kicked by some <laughs> nine-year-old. I'm like, <laughs> it, it, like this kid was gloating at the end of it, like ha ha ha, you know. Man, like, there's nothing know. more demeaning than me getting beaten by someone that young, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing like uh, playing Call of Duty, you know, online. Right. When you play Call of Duty, you're playing with the twelve-year-olds. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, and they're just dancing over your corpse. Yeah, and they're talking trash the whole time. It's like, yeah. man, if I can only reach this microphone and smack you, I would. Yeah, they're <laughs> like on the screen, they're like teabagging you. I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 I'm like, screw you, I quit. You know? That's bad enough. I can't imagine uh, kind of facing that in person where you get to look the kid in the eye and feel that shame. <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to punch a 10-year-old in the face so bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, so I'm curious if my son's going to pick up on it. He's, he's, he's so scatterbrained. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you to play this. And the, with the hopes of wanting him to play. He played Pokemon, right? He was into that? Uh, he very, very, like, little when it came to the actual card game. Yeah, I see. Like, he liked the cartoon. He loved Pokemon Go. Right. He enjoys all that. The card game, he like I said, he just, sitting him down for, you know, a long period of time and playing a card game. Right. Now, this was a couple of years ago now. But uh, it's it's going to be a test. Now, he was all about it. We were going through the cards. He was reading what the cards do. Uh, he played, like, you know, five turns just by himself putting cards down and, you know, figuring out how to do things. So I, I'm, I'm a little optimistic, but I'm going to have my hopes dashed, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> were there any uh, images on the cards that uh, were any racy or, or violent? Anything you had to... Pokemon? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Oh, no, not in his magic deck. No, they weren't that bad. Have <laughs> <laughs> a racy team rocket? <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. Oh, yeah. That's an ugly no. road to go down. Well, let's move on. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> so... I uh, went ahead and I, I shot Sean this link here, and he actually he's seen it before I had a chance to, to show it to him. Did you see the the two brothers, the video podcast, when they were listening to the Phil Collins in the air tonight? I don't think so. It's hilarious. They're watching it, and they really have no idea who he is. And they're just playing it, and they're recording themselves playing it. And all of a sudden, you can see them like enjoying it to a level that I would have never guessed. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole genre of YouTube video now. It's like uh, they are the ones, and this video kind of went viral the last week or two, of them uh, you know, getting to that drum solo by Phil Collins and stuff and just being all inspired by it. Right. But that's yeah. a big thing on YouTube. It's just like yep. this younger generation, like even younger than like millennials, I mean like teenagers, where they're just going through old school music videos where they'll watch some ACDC or Led Zeppelin or something crazy, mm. and uh, they'll just be blown away by it, of course, because it's awesome music. <laughs> yeah. That you and I understand yeah. are, is awesome, <laughs> but they've never heard yeah. it before because it's not in their wheelhouse. Right. I'm sorry, today's music is such trash. Oh, it's it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I'll find something that's uh, the greatest showman. <laughs> the greatest showman, Hugh Jackman singing. I, I just see Wolverine dancing around. That's all. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think the last musical I enjoyed was Grease. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it goes back a little ways. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny we're talking music. Uh, my car always has some type of, like, theme in it, and it's never something I pick. My kids always seem to choose it. Yeah. It goes back. I mean, there was a period of time I was really proud. It was Ghostbusters. Every time he sat in there, Ghostbusters started playing. That's funny. I was like, that's cool. But then it went to like the, the greatest showman was one set. My daughter had it for you know Frozen one and two. Right now, I am very disappointed on the song that's playing in my car. What is it? It's Miley Cyrus's "Party in the USA." Oh God. <laughs> now why? I'm I am saved a little bit. 
by it being the kids bop version. Oh, that's even no. worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I oh, man. I kind of brought this on myself too because I didn't realize I was doing it uh, when we were doing prep for the uh, the Weird Al episode. I was listening to Party in the CIA. Yeah, and I love it. And my son's like, "Oh, Daddy, Party in the USA." We used to listen to that in school. And I'm like, "Can you can you play it?" I'm like, "Oh no, here we go." <laughs> and he's like, "The Kids Bop version." I'm like, oh, "Every time I sit in the car now, they're both in the back seat just singing along." And I'm like, "I'm just shaking my head." Yeah. I'm like, "My my kids listen to a lot of the Kid Bop's versions of like a whole like a lot of songs. They, I think they have the album on Spotify or something like that." Yeah. And you know, some of the songs are like raunchy. You right, know, but they censored it, kind of, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, just wait a couple of years until you grow up and listen to the actual song. Yeah. You're gonna think it's a whole new thing. <laughs> yeah, the production yeah. value, yeah. the singing quality, the lyrics—it's right. all better. Just wait. Yeah, you'll learn it all over again. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like the bad dubbing for like you know you turn on uh, Die Hard on TBS or something back in the '90s, <laughs> and it would be uh, you know Yippee Kaye Mother Falcon or something. They were just insert a <laughs> terrible word that doesn't go at all. It doesn't even sound like Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, speaking of that Phil Collins song, like, have you guys seen the Cadbury commercial with the gorilla playing the drums to that song? <laughs> it is no. hilarious. You guys have to Google no. it. You have to watch it on YouTube. Oh, you may send me down a rabbit hole. Yeah, that's funny. I'm, I'm assuming that it played around Easter time. Yeah, yeah, it was played around Easter time. It was, it's, I think it's almost like 10 years old now. Oh, gotcha. But, yeah, it's pretty classic, but it, it's hilarious. You guys got to watch it. Man, if it's that old, how have we not seen it? I don't know how we've missed that. I guess I've been a cord cutter long enough where that's one of the things. It's like you don't think about it, but honestly, some commercials are fairly enjoyable. And, you know, they go around and they kind of hit the pop culture zeitgeist, but totally over my head because I don't see commercials anymore. Maybe it's because you're in Kentucky. Maybe that's probably what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you guys were talking commercials, the first one that came to mind is that uh, Corona commercial around Christmas with the palm tree and the lights off it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You and I could probably go down the uh, Christmas commercial rabbit hole. Uh, We could probably dedicate a whole episode to that uh, closer (laughs) to the season, I think. I love the old Halloween commercials by, like, Charlie Brown and Snoopy and all that. Yeah, some of those, It's uh, even those, like, cartoons you can't even find on TV anymore like i actually got to go on youtube to watch the the old garfield yeah the christmas special like, oh, yeah. i'll search the garfield one and we'll watch it on there and you know candy 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's like when they redid the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer when they remastered it i was a little disappointed because i actually like the worn down classic look of the old one <laughs> you know yeah i don't know call me nostalgic but no i can i can see that i it's, it loses a little something it's too uh too shiny yeah <laughs> it seems different yeah all right, so before I ask a Poddex question, I have to play the jingle. Okay, go for Sorry, it. guys. Okay. Yeah, you can't not do that. Oh, yeah, well, there's production in this episode. We're sitting a bar too high now. <laughs> All right, would you rather wear a onesie 24-7 for a year? Or horse head costume for a month straight. Oh. Are we allowed to ask qualifying questions around the questions? Or? <laughs> Look at you trying to get around it. Chris, you go first. Oh. Well, let's see. Okay, I'll go first then. If I'm wearing a onesie, can I wear clothing over the onesie? No. Okay. Onesie for a year or the... Yeah, you got to wear a onesie 24-7 for a year or a horse head costume for a month. You, you know what? 
I'm secure enough myself. I'm going onesie. I'm going to pull the onesie. <laughs> Does it have to be? Okay, the horse head. You have to wear that 24-7? Yep. Oh. For a month. Oh, God, no. Yeah, give me the onesie. <laughs> <laughs> that horse I think head? I go for the onesie also, you know, because I, I, I'd like to have my face exposed. I don't want to be restricted. Well, if you can, can you imagine wearing one of those masks for an entire year? How grimy that would get. I bet you couldn't breathe. 24 yeah. 7. <laughs> yeah. Smells like bad breath. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty funny. Oh, that was, that, that was actually a rough one, really. I, I thought about it at first. I was like, man, the mask yeah. or the onesie? And I'm kind of looking at myself. Yeah. I'm like, man, I am not a onesie type dude. <laughs> <laughs> now the question is, what kind of onesie would you wear? Uh, Dad and Rock onesie from uh, T Public. There we go. There you go. <laughs> All right, this one, this question's a little bit more tame. It's uh, let's see. Would you rather have pizza rolls or pizza bagels? Oh wow! I'll let you take that, Sean. Um, you know, funny enough, I think pizza bagels, but I always end up getting pizza rolls. I've had way more pizza rolls in my lifetime than pizza bagels, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I like the lava within the pizza rolls. It just, you know, you bite it, and all of a sudden you have third-degree burns all over yeah, your see, mouth. See, that, that's my problem with it. It's like, I, I don't want to burn the, my mouth. So I'm going to go with pizza bagels. <laughs> Take a bite out of it. Let it vent. Blow at it. It's like, there's too much work that goes into pizza rolls. Yeah. <laughs> For me, honestly, yeah. w- whichever one you do, you got to stick them in the oven. If, if, if you microwave them, I can't, I can't do it. Oh. No, they're like rubber. Yeah. Oh, you can't nuke anything. I mean, I, I have a hard time, like, even putting leftovers in a microwave. Isn't it weird? I remember... Like, you know, as a kid or a teenager, just had no problem throwing things and nuking it. But nowadays, I'm just like, uh, I'd rather spend the, you know, the 20 minutes instead of two minutes and enjoy what I'm eating more. <laughs> right. I, I don't even own a microwave. I don't have one in the house. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're the first person I've known not to own one. Even if it's like, like by accident. Yeah, like, like in you a, have to have an one. apartment or something. It just, it just came in. You got to be able to put tinfoil <laughs> in it and start it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Honestly, like uh, a couple years ago, my wife and I got one for uh, a gift and we wound up, we since we never use it, we wound up leaving like Stouffer's mac and cheese in it for like a month Oh no! because we, because we forgot about it. So we're like, all right, I'm not cleaning this. I'm just going to throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just throw the whole thing. Yeah. Kind of like living in the fridge, but in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. I left it in the microwave for a month. <laughs> now you're, you're you're already trying to get your penicillin set up. That's all. That's all that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, those were enjoyable. I, I like that. That's a deck that you and I are probably going to have to pick up. We'll explore the other options, too. Yeah, the uh, the decks. We have five decks here. We have two interview decks, an episode deck, a would-you-rather deck, and a what-the-heck deck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the questions are really awesome. We've integrated into our episodes. Basically, every episode, we have a pod deck segment. And it's really fun. Um, you could also use them if you're interviewing people on your podcast or if you're running out of episode ideas that they have an episode deck. Yeah, if you want to get your own uh, set of decks, head on over to poddecks.com and uh, use the code BASEMENT10 for 10% off your purchase. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I think we're going to be heading that way because uh, every time I hear you and Frank do them on your show, it's like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. Hearing back and forth on them. Yeah. And then I kind of looked into them myself a little bit. So uh, It really is a lot of fun, you know. And um, so it's it's just it's a great addition to your show, I think. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's, I think that's how we kind of stumbled upon our, our, our bad dad jokes. It was like, oh, how are we going to do this here? <laughs> yeah, I think you and I were talking one day and we were just like, how could we do a show called Dad and Rock and not have like dad jokes in there somewhere? Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you say? Is, is it about that time, the uh, the cruising to that cheesy? <laughs> yeah, it's cruising to the cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it then. Um, we got a passenger this time. All right. Let's. Uh, I think we should let our guests go first. Okay, John, yeah, give it a shot. All right, so... To whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office, I will find you. You have my word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that, that's got some value to it. <laughs> I'm going for crickets. Okay, let's hear it. So we were talking about Star Wars just a little bit earlier. So how does Darth Vader like his toast? Uh, how? He likes it on the dark side. Oh, uh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> I can tell you, I'm going for the crickets. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Live crickets. That's great. All right. Well, honestly, I don't know if mine's going to be any better, so let's just go with it. Um, I started uh, reading a book recently. Uh, It's about anti-gravity, and uh, it's impossible to put down. See, we we shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> I didn't know. Usually, I'm I'm like, there's the first part, and then the you know, you ask somebody why, and then there's the response, and then you have the punchline afterwards. This one, I just kind of have to like, you know, spoon feed out just there. Keep yeah. going with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once again, uh, go ahead and check out dadnarock.com. We've gone ahead and updated the site recently. Um, it's got a new link to our shop on T Public. You can order T-shirts, uh, mugs, all kinds of things now. Dad and Rock's growing up a little bit. So uh, check out dadandrock.com. Also find previous episodes and links to all our social media pages. And we are awfully active, or I'm awfully active on Twitter, so uh, I'm always out there. Uh, that's how we became uh, friends here with John from the Basement Surge podcast. And uh, we'd like to give John just a big thank you for joining us today. This was awesome, something new, and uh, maybe something we can explore in the future sometime. Absolutely. I mean, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. And I think it's a good place for the Dad and Rock podcast to go ahead and sign off for the evening. Hey, hey you guys. guys. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>